Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. Imagine you walk into your favorite bar for a few cold ones. You throw 20 bucks in the jukebox to put on some music. All of your friends are looking at you and waiting intently to see what you play. It better be something good or else you'll hear about it. You take five minutes scrolling through all the songs trying to put together the perfect set list for everyone in the bar. If you take too long, one of your friends will walk over and start telling you what they want to hear. Well, fear not. We are here to help. In this episode of Prisoners of Rock and Roll, we are celebrating the triumphant reopening of our home base at McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia by putting together a list of the greatest bar songs of old time. Grab a cold one and turn up the radio because we're here to be your jukebox heroes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode 19. I'm Bruce Kramer, and I'm joined this evening by my co-hosts, Ryan McCusker and Doug McCusker. You? Are you rocking out there? Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia, and we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. In fact, I am proud to say that we are sponsored by the Open for Business McCusker's Tavern. Yeah. Congratulations, gentlemen. Thank you very much, brother. I I bought one of the first beers. The first place. I bought the first beer, and I'm going to open it right now. Do it up, brother. Yeah. Uh, That was the first beer I've had to pay for. (laughs) 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 We've been doing this show. I've been bringing my own. No, we have have a tab running for you. uh, Awesome. (laughs) I'll settle up. We're going to sell after the show. Rob Owens is going to pay your tab. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Man, I'm so excited that the place is open for business, man. It's 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 great. It's been a long year for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, really happy for you guys. Thank you. um, It's going to be an adventure. And all yeah. the fans are going to start coming down here now, too. Wanting Please to come see on everybody. Down. Please come on down. So, so yeah, t- tonight we're going to take a little bit of a different approach, you know, in honor of McCusker's being open for business. We've put together the ultimate bar playlist. So we're going to skip all of our normal music nerdery. And, uh, man, we're just going to talk about some songs that we really, really like and we want to hear in a bar. And I figured that, you know, Ryan and Doug, you guys are, you guys are the experts, man. You guys spend more than 40 hours a week in in bars you know you hear a lot of great songs but you hear a lot of bad songs but we were going to talk about a lot of great songs and at the same time you might like a song at one point but then after like a month of hearing the song like three times a night you begin to really hate that song i'm i'm sure man i was like uh yeah, I, as we're doing this, I started thinking about like, man, there's got to be there's got to be songs we're going to talk about tonight that maybe I thought were really cool that you guys have heard like eight thousand times. No, in but three you months. got good taste though. You know, yeah, so. but it's like, how many times could you hear Margaritaville when in you're a night? Dr- when you're drinking and you get turkey tequila, you can hear it more and more and more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm not envious of you guys being on the other side of the bar dealing with people like me on on my side of the bar. Uh, you're always a pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> so what makes a great bar song? Because like we put we put the list together, right? The three of us kind of shared everything, and there's definitely some themes through all of it. I think I think what makes a great song for a bar is that everybody knows it from a commercial or you know, on the radio or from your childhood, um, that you know all the words. Everybody knows it. It gives an uplifting feeling. Everybody's rocking. It's Friday afternoon. Like, the, I think the, the sing-alongs were really big, like, when we were growing up. But, like, that kind of changed a little bit. 
like, you know, when we were growing up in the bar, like American Pie was a huge song. Like I learned the lyrics yeah. by listening to that song growing up in this bar. But it, it kind of changed. Like you'll hear a song from like the 80s. Like, I don't know, like I can't even give you an example of a bad 80s song. For for a long time, these kids down here yeah. were playing Mbop by Hanson. Yeah, and it's just like they think they invented these songs or they discovered something. Like, you know, maybe... I I heard a lot of yes up until we closed, and I was like, "This has got awful." I'm like, I look at these these kids around the bar. I love them all, but they have they they have shitty taste yeah. in music. These kids don't know anything about music, Bruce. They do now after listening yeah. to us. To yeah. us, you know, if, if you're a listener to us, you know what we're talking about. You're a fan of music. Yeah. I think a lot of the songs that we put on our list too are like anthems. We have a couple that aren't, but most of them are like anthematic if that's a word but that's a big um, thing of it like yeah. the, like the, those anthem songs the stadium rock songs they really go over well yeah you know i think the songs largely like ryan like you were saying like they, they make you feel good you know you don't put on stuff that's yeah. a drag you know i worked all week i want to go out and have a couple beers i don't i don't want to be upset depressed and yeah you, you come know. in you, you get that beer and you get that first shot of jameson you put on some it, acdc or something yeah right, go, man. right i get a lot of people from work come home from work and they're telling their these guys are telling their wives i'll be home after my my drink the next thing you know it's it's 10 o'clock at night and yeah. they're still drinking they yeah. can't leave you know it's a i'm guilty of it myself yeah yeah, yeah. i think the, you know the good times come out of nowhere at mccusker's all of a sudden it's a party and you snap your fingers next thing you know it's one o'clock in the morning and that's uh, happens. you know not I'll, so much working but like sitting right, here, right, you know. right. I guess I'll just share the list, and then we Why can we, talk about a couple of songs. Or do you want to do that? Just go like song by song. Okay. All right. So the first, so we have a list of like twenty-one songs. So I guess I don't even know what twenty, how many songs twenty bucks get you. In I think it's box, about but... you know, thirty, forty bucks. Okay. All right. Well, we're yeah, going to be <laughs> we're going to be generous, and you know, people people got all that money they haven't been spending for the last couple yeah, months, totally. and they're going to come in here. Before we start, I got a really good story. So yeah. I walk in here on a Saturday afternoon. Our friends uh, Nick and Rachel Clark are sitting here, and Rachel's sitting here. She had enough of this stuff, so she's like, "Can I play the jukebox?" I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." She's like, "Goes to jukebox." I said that she's like, "Okay, we're leaving." I'm like, "What do you mean? You just play jukebox?" She's like, "Yeah, I just played twenty dollars worth of Metallica." She's like, "You're welcome. See you later. Bye." <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have situations where somebody's playing crap that you just you yeah? Guys put, I, no, you we pull have, the plug. We skip. I get I, a million times. Somebody plays song. We used that, to have a button behind the bar that would eject the song. And I give like, them their I, dollar back. I don't know what happened. Yeah, and I give them their dollar back. <laughs> yeah, it's like this song sucks. Here's your dollar back. Right. I, I don't. I no, dude. I could have swore it just played Mbop. You must have. You must have been in the can or uh, something. You missed it. They would. These kids would play it like you know consecutively, like back to back to back to back. Yeah, and there's got to be like the unwritten rules of like songs that you can't like. Forty bucks in a jukebox might be a little much because people do have yeah. diverse tastes. But, like uh, you know, you can only play "Living on a Prayer" once every hour. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be certain songs you can't play. You can't. You can't be a tool and put the same song on fifteen times. Like you're just being a, a schmuck. Yeah, you know? I've seen people like the the greatest thing about jukebox now or iTunes is that you can pay more money to skip everybody's song. And the fight stars start over that. Like, who skipped <laughs> like, my song? My song yeah. was next, and somebody paid four hours to hear their song next. Yeah. Jumped the line. Yeah. That's I a really mean, shitty thing to do. Fights have broken out yeah. at McCusker's about music. I've that's that's funny, man, because I'm thinking, like, I've gone out, like, on a Sunday afternoon getting done playing softball. You go back to the bar, and I put some money in the jukebox, and I'm like, I, I haven't heard my stuff yet, and it's getting late, dude. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah, yeah. and I'm on my fourth beer. Yeah. i got to go home, or I'm going to be here. Like you said, I'm, this is going to be another one of those. I'm here all night. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it be so backed up. It's at one thirty, and I'll go over to the jukebox and say, "Hey, don't put any more music. 
Don't pay any more money in the jukebox because I'm closing. It's already have probably 100 songs to play. Wow. And you get to sit through all of them. So you no, get, no, 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 no. Turn no, it off. You, yeah. yeah. And, of course, the great closer is always Slayer. That's how you get That's everybody out of the bar. Not that closing time song that we send no. to the electric Ryan chair. Ryan loves that song. We talking no, about? I, I personally like to play like the really tripped out Grateful Dead songs. Now it's like 40 minutes into a tripped out jam. And everybody's like, what? this music's awful. Let's get out of here. <laughs> drums in drums in space. Drums in space <laughs> in the slipknot. You know, you always got to take in for granted. Like, you know, you got to look around at the bar, see what's happening. You know, you got to you got to play to the crowd. You know, if I see a bunch of like, woo, chicks, I'm playing pour some sugar on me. We're going to find out who the whores are really fast. Yeah, that's like, you, I guess to a degree, you got to read the room a little bit, too. Yeah. You know, you got to know who you're with. That's a big like, part of it. You know, yeah, like I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go into the bar on a Sunday afternoon. I mentioned uh, that my softball team used to sponsor and be like, I'm putting a Slayer on. It's 1130 in the morning. You know, like you got to know. I get maybe you probably got to know the crowd you're with. Or I'm not going into like a bar in. uh... No, I mean, I'll be working in the middle of the afternoon and you get the older crowd here. Like, you know, the the, uh, retired folks and you have like two guys that just got done work. Doing construction, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, and they want to play Guns and Roses, yeah, and really blow out the bar. Yeah, it's like holy shit, you know. And and I always say like, hey, can you play loud? I'm like, dude, that's the loudest it goes. (laughs) Yeah. So the first song that I had on the list, or that we had on the list, was Honky Tonk Woman by the Rolling Stones. Yes, I love those Honky Tonk Women. Yeah. Let me uh, I'll play a little bit of it. Oh, man. Keith and Mick at the best, man. That was the first song I thought of when we said we were going to do this episode. That was like the first song that pops in my head. You know, that's there's another version of that song. It's really uh, country-eyed. Country honk? Yeah. yeah is that play, what play it is? A little, Yeah. While I'm pulling it up, I thought this song was, was great. They said that like um, when the Stones wrote it, Keith Richards was like, this is going to be a fucking hit. Like oh, he knew it right, right away. Yeah. Rolling Stone said it was the strongest three minutes of rock and roll released in 1969 sure. really really cool but yeah man on the um yeah on let it bleed there's a there's a country version of the song called country honk here here's a little bit yeah. of it can't go wrong with the stones yeah. And yeah. on a friday afternoon after work you can go, you can't yeah. go wrong with the rolling stones in a bar anytime in my opinion now what's great about that version the original version will get everybody screaming and yelling that might chill some people out you that's need, the like, original version that was the original version what we just heard yeah 
but that might just chill people out. Like, all right, I got to calm everybody down or, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. The it, country version is also, that's like the last thing that Brian Jones did. Yeah. It was like that, that session was the yeah. last thing yeah. he did with it. I mean, what they do on this, the, the second version, Bobby Keys is playing saxophone on it and mm-hmm. it makes such a sh- signature sound. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes that song. I like that uh, Mick Jagger used to introduce the song by saying, we're going to play a song for all the whores out in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. I like the best lyrics in that song is the guy blew my nose and then you blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but the Stones are good anytime, in my opinion. If it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 12 o'clock at night. It you depends know. what it is. If it's a Friday afternoon. You don't want to hear She's a Rainbow. No, no, you know, no. I want to hear something right. rocking. Yeah. I want to hear Give Me Shelter. Yeah. I want to hear um, Start Me Up. Start Me Up, yeah. yep. Yeah, you went songs that you yeah. sing along with it, you know, especially honky tonk women. Everybody, everybody knows the verses. I mean, I'm sorry, everybody knows the chorus. The honky tonk yeah. women, but that the version we just played, the country honk. I mean, that could be like you know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, something yeah, like, yeah, yeah dude, I'm just gonna put yeah, it on. That would work. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they have that um, that that what the hell was that album called? Unstripped. It was like the all they all the acoustic uh, stuff. Album. Yeah, yeah, just some really cool great. kind of stuff. And yeah. it's like this kind of has that same vibe to it sure they had a great cover of rolling stone on there bob dylan's like a rolling stone yeah mm. they uh they play it live here and there yeah, it was a cool it was yeah, a really great cool album, album. great yeah, album really great, great. Album. all right man so next song we had on here was was something that i was pushing for a little bit because you got to have a little bit of country music man sure. and then this stuff i mean that's and the song i've had was uh beer never broke my heart by luke combs i never heard of this song really no, yeah, really. to be honest, I'm not really familiar. Maybe, with wow. maybe somebody's played it in the bar before. I never noticed wow. it. Wow, but I didn't play it the night you came over to my house for some country. Maybe yeehaw, you did, or I, we I, got so wrapped up in you got so wrapped up in a uh, trash can in the Rascal Flats that <laughs> oh, it's, right. it's, it's it, they make it too easy. All right, here, here's a little bit of Luke Combs. Dude, if I was working and somebody played that, I was like, who the fuck played that song? Uh, and I, you have done it. Like, I, I've heard the, that. I was like, I've who the before. fuck played this song? Here's your dollar back. Yeah, maybe. Skip. Maybe maybe not in South Philadelphia. But. Dude, no, somebody, they play, dude, they play a lot of country music in here. And it's kind of like, you know, these young kids, they come in and it's like, all right, like. I, I use an example with my niece when she started college. Like, all right, she's either going to discover Led Zeppelin or she's going to listen to country music. She went to country music. It's the line dancing. It's, it is. It's, 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 the, it's, it's the boots. Yeah. It's, it's, the, the, it's the party. It's the parking lot more than the concert. It's you like know. little shakedown street. Yeah. But um, I'll have to bring you line dancing sometime. No, I'm good, dude. I'd rather go clog dancing. I've gone, I've gone once in a while. Yeah. 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 The little yeehaw. Yeah, you bring a six pack and a cooler yeah. and you, you know. Do you have like a rope and you wing it around <laughs> um, and you like step into it and like do all kinds of tricks with the rope? <laughs> My wife and I went to Nashville for our, our honeymoon and we had a, uh, we went down Broadway and every one of the bars and we were trying to th- see how many times we heard the song played. Yeah. And it was like 30, you know, every bar was playing it. The song oh, is like yeah. in country music, this dude is huge and he's, okay. uh, he's also like, 
he's kind of like a regular like he's he's overweight he yeah. wears a trucker hat yeah. he's got his yeah. own line of crocs yeah america yeah he america. Writes, he as, writes, be, as best yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's totally america he writes yeah, yeah. all america stuff and i don't know i feel like it's, it's better than like some of the stuff i've heard in here and yeah. i've heard this song but again i probably heard it like three times a night you know anything's better than the zach brown band I don't. I don't really mind the Zach Brown band. Fuck too, them. I'm, I'm. I hear. I understand what you're saying, but there's a lot other worse music out there. They're like a cover band. They're just they another cover, cover band. band. They are a cover band. I think they are the country version of Jimmy Buffett. I think because Buffett sells that whole beachy kind of thing, and a lot of the Zach Brown band stuff is. But around my that thing too. is, when did a cowboy start going to the fucking beach? I, John I, Wayne never went to the fucking <laughs> beach. I was on the beach with my my niece. And I'm like, man, this sounds like Buffett. And she's like, oh, I know who that is. And Jimmy Buffett, I think, sang on a Zach yeah. Brown. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, awesome. You know who Jimmy Buffett is, but there's a lot better stuff out yeah. there. Turn that fucking song off. Yeah. Well, like, you know, you're right, though. When did the Cowboys start going to the beach? But that's all they listen to. And it's better than some other music out there. I'll give it that. It, it, it's know. like if you made a, one of those Venn diagram things and if you had like Jimmy Buffett and like country music and then like Dave Matthews band or Mumford and sure Stone, like that acoustic sure. rocky kind of stuff like they're right in the middle of that you know like Zach Brown uh Dave Grohl actually did an album with them great he, yeah, well it never it never, <laughs> it ne- it never came out he produced an yeah, album no for shit. them it never came out I always I, I was so interested in hearing because they are a rock band I think the Zach Brown band is a rock band with a twang you know I just would have liked to heard the finished product but it never came hmm. out uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with right. you. <laughs> but I don't mind it all the time. Okay. I do. You come in McCuskers and you start playing this, fucking country music. Listen, you better stay away from the bar. Listen, I'm not going to play country music when I come. Maybe some Willie Nelson. Maybe like on yeah, the road yeah, again. Just, on I'll the play, road again. Play you know? some outlaw country. Yeah. But this Bon Jovi country shit's yeah. got to go. Yes, it does. All right. That's fair enough. I'm surprised it's still around. There's the biggest music in the world right now. It's always going to be the biggest, yeah. biggest yeah. in the world. Next song we had on the list was uh, Roadhouse Blues by The Doors. Love it. And Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right, here's a little bit of it. Great blues song, man. Love it. That's a winter old time. You know, uh, everybody knows that. I woke up this morning and I got myself a beer. beer. That's, yeah. that's just the staple in the bar. You know, the whole bar will sing it when the song's played. That was, and when we were putting this list together, I that I picked this song. This was one of my votes because I remember people in McCusker's sure. coming in here on a Friday night and the whole bar is singing along to it. Oh, you never day. came in when somebody was playing like the end? The end were coming? <laughs> like, I'm not making that up. Uh, that happened. That uh, happened quite a few times. That was probably the end of my night here. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the end. This song deserves to be on the list because Jim Morrison said he was obliterated drunk when he wrote it. No. So, you know, That's go, hard to believe. Go not, figure. Not James Morrison. Right. 
It's also a couple interesting things on the song list. One, it, the harmonica is John Sebastian from Loving Spoonful, the you know hot time, summer in the city. Oh, right on. But he's in the liner notes as a completely different name because he didn't want to be associated with the Doors because <laughs> it was like it was right after Jim Morrison got arrested for pulling out his his penis. Oh. So and he was a he was afraid to be associated, associated with that. And it's also one of the really few. It's just like one of the biggest fucking songs ever, right. and you don't want to be a part of it, right? And it's also a funny, a weird door song because there's a bass player on it. And the, that's the, the why doors, I, like, I the doors, like this song. The Doors didn't have a yeah. bass player. So. Like again, I'm not a huge Doors fan. Like I grew to like appreciate them a lot more and enjoy them yeah. more. But I've always liked this song because there's actually bass on it. And I didn't. I thought about that. I was like, well, they don't have a bass. Pl-. You're right. They don't yeah. have a bass player. And they said like Ray Manzarek, the keyboard player, would always play the bass keys. Um, yeah. Down, down on the bass. Yeah, he played yeah. the bass keys. But certain songs, they would hire uh, certain people to come in and and do some stuff with. It mean, worked for them, you know. Robbie yeah. Krieger has a great riff in there. He really, I think, he carries the song. It's a blues song. It's a guitar blues yeah. song. Yeah, you know, it has a bass bottom though, it, which you know, like you said, a lot of Doors songs don't have, and the drums are fucking great. Yeah, yeah, it's such a great song because it's a simple song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, it just, like Ryan said, it's a blues song. It, it just works. It's probably one of the only original blues songs that these 60s bands came up with. That's, I don't you know, like, yeah. All these other, like Led Zeppelin and all these other bands, they ripped off the blues guys. I also found a cover, or not a cover, but somebody took some like alternate lyrics that Jim Morrison did, and they mixed it with a cover that... Um, John Lee Hooker, the blues player, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds really good. We'll probably cut all this out because it's it's so fucking terrible. It's, oh, um, really? It's really bad. I would say maybe it's haunting. It's it's terrible. Here, I'll play a little bit of it. I had to put it on YouTube. It's not on. Fucked up. It's like when they're singing over each other. I'm like, what is like? Who put that together, man? It's like sounds terrible. I like the mix though. The mix is really good. Yeah, the the music was awesome. Yeah, it's like well, when really they start good. singing over each other, yeah, but it's that's like, just you know that's that's blues. Like I guess yeah, you know, that's you know. John Lee Hooker call. was old in the Blues Brothers, and that was in the yes. eighties. <laughs> yeah. What year was that song made? I don't know. It's it's this YouTube video is 2013, but it was obviously before that. I didn't yeah. hate it. I got to be honest with okay. you. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I thought the I thought maybe if you you pulled the voices out from over each other, it would be all right. Yeah. There's also like, did you guys watch the VH1 Storytellers thing with the Doors? The remaining guys of the Doors, and they had the rotating. I'm sure I, did. I have. Yeah. And I they have. had like Scott Stapp from Creed yeah. sang this song. It wasn't, oh, really? it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. He's it, I thought I liked it better than I liked this. So. Well, the, the guy from the Colts sang for the for the. Yeah, for the they, it was He's, like a rotating, yeah, a rotating yeah. thing. That guy from the Colt, dude, he was like. He meant to be in that band. Like it was like his calling. They had, I've seen um, videos of him doing it, and it's like, yep, that's Jim Morrison up there. They yeah. had um, like Scott Weiland did a couple tunes. I, I remember and some that. Some other yeah. stuff. It was yeah. it was all right. I mean, they were there was only like two of the guys left. But like before that, like in the early nineties, like you know, Ed Vedder got up there and and uh, played with them, and he did Roadhouse Blues with them and all that. And it's great. You know, it's it's fantastic. Cool. But, but the Doors are the Doors. They're great bar music. You know. Yeah. Wow. They're a great bar band. All right. Next up, 
My favorite bar song of all time, one of my favorite songs, is One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer by George Thurgood. Absolutely. You always had to have George Thurgood play in a bar. Yes. I want to tell you a story about the house went blue. I come home one Friday, had to tell the landlady I'd lost my job. She said, that don't confront me, long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday come I didn't get the rent And out the door I went So I goes to the landlady all right. So, a lot of blues going on here at yeah, McCuskers. Love it. Love it. Love that dirty blues song. I love the 12 minute live version of this song. But like the 12 minute ver- the 12 minute live version, I would love that to play in the bar cuz he just shreds the whole time. Yeah. You know, and it's great. Like he's got, I, a, he's got a lot of great one-liners he in does, there. He does. Yeah. Like scratch my back baby. So I'm leaning up against posts. It's a, but I'm tired. I said we're like, working all day. Great song. Now you fun it too. Has anybody ever ordered one bourbon, one scotch, one beer from totally. you guys? You, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and to watch their faces, if it's some like some kid, like you know, whatever, it's like, oh, I'll take one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, and just to watch their face, you know, it's like up there when the people ask for the three wise men or the New Jersey uh, Turnpike, the New uh. Jersey Turnpike. Great, great, great song. Yeah, man. but anything George Thurgood, you know, even if it's not a popular song, I always want to hear it in a bar. Yeah, you know? just love that dirty bluesy rock yeah. and roll kind of stuff. So, I right, man. Let's just keep uh, I'll keep rolling. And if I'm if I'm going too fast, dude, just just no. say something. So next we had was Johnny Cash Folsom Prison Blues. This is a song everybody can get down to. The live yeah. version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down the side I'm told Anything by Johnny Cash yeah. is always good. Like, uh, was it Cocaine Blues? Is that Cocaine the song? Cocaine Blues is fantastic. That's my always so. the go-to song yeah. in the bar. It's it's the song. You know the lyrics. It's got that simple... Like, you can kind of like... You can bang on the bar to the, yeah. the guitar sound. It's a big crowd pleaser. Anything a, Johnny Cash is like... A, yeah. If it's upbeat, if it's not like, you know, him doing Hurt or something right, like that. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah, his two... I mean, those two prison albums were just oh, awesome. And we've talked about Johnny Cash a lot. Um, but like after that movie came out, like it exploded around here you know what well here here's another let me play a different song for you a little before that this is a song called crescent city blues by a guy named gordon jenkins listen to the lyrics i hear the train a coming it's rolling around the bend and i ain't been kissed lord since i don't know when Boys in Crescent City don't seem to know I'm here. That lonesome whistle seems to tell me soon disappear. 
man, is it is it Friday? Because you guys are playing some very slow, lame ass music. No. You're asking I don't, me. I don't know. I like that. Like I, yeah, I would, for I would, Sunday night. Yeah, I, not I, on a Friday night. Well, I, I, but I, I would enjoy playing that song. I would enjoy hearing that song on a Friday. Well, like kind of come down a little bit. You know? That song came out before. Folsom Prison sure. Blue. So Johnny yeah. Cash wound up writing a very sizable check sure, for stealing the yeah. lyric, you yeah. know, the, the ideas from it. Yeah. So he actually wound up paying him seventy thousand dollars. That's a lot of money for, even for, back then. Yeah. That's, for like in the in the late fifties. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. Taking now. That, so yeah. just uh that's probably I think that's the last um educational thing <laughs> note I have. <laughs> I think next was there's not another blue song. Funky Friday. Get up. When it's Fellas, funky Friday. I want to get into it, man, you know, like a, like a sex machine, man, moving, doing it, you know, can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, like a sex machine, get on up, get up, get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, like a sex machine, get on up. Nobody's better than James Brown on a no. Friday afternoon. No. I'm surprised that we've gotten through 19 episodes of the show and we have not talked about him yet. I'm you like, got to get the funk out, boy. I'm, I'm getting ready to go out on a Friday night, putting that on. You know, I'm getting ready. I'm feeling good. You know, like I'm I'm ready. My favorite is going to the bar and they're playing James Brown and all the white people are trying to dance. <laughs> Walk out of strutting around. Sounds like Wildwood. <laughs> uh, but no, James Brown's great. Like, I, I'm surprised we never really brought up James Brown. Yeah. Because he's fan. Like, he's great. He said that uh, when that, that Bootsy Collins is playing on the bass, he yeah. said that uh, James Brown wrote those lyrics on a brown paper bag. He There's not a, much to it. Yeah, he said he just had this. He's like, man, I just got this. Like, get up, uh, get on up. And he said he's built the whole song around that. And when he recorded it, somebody in the studio was like, man, that's great. What? What? I can't wait to hear the mix. And James Brown was like, son, that's that it. is already mixed. You <laughs> do not touch that. Yeah, that's the brilliant thing about James Brown. He didn't have to say much. He just he was so funky. It just poured off of him. He was like a conductor with his band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he would do different moves and that means like bring it to the bridge or, you know, play the course one more time or he was definitely unique. And he was a hard guy to please. He yeah. would, he would find his band. If you missed the beat or you played a bad note, that's $10 fine. Sure. Prince started doing the same thing in his career. You know, he started finding his band. Did you guys ever watch that biography of him? The like, movie, yeah, yeah, with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. I never even, never even heard of it yeah, until it okay. I was like just kind of tooling around online, and I came across. It. I'm like, shit, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, no, it's, okay. it's a great movie. That hmm. kid, that's a he was a great actor. Yeah, it's a shame he, he he died. Yeah, he played a lot of great roles. All right, next up is uh, Sweet Home Alabama by uh, Skinner. Yeah, this is a song. No, it's remember. a crowd pleaser. It is. All the chicks love it. Yeah, I mean, this has got to be a song that you you guys got to hear. Every night, this is one right? of them. Yeah, this is one this of them. This has got to be. All right, play a little bit of it. Turn it up. You know, Bruce, I'm like, th- these are the songs that you're picking that right right now, and they're so hicky. It's like, well, like it'd be like on a farm. Like, I like I like that song, but I think 
if I see somebody go to the jukebox, they put their dollar in, and this is one of their songs that they played, they don't know rock and roll. Because this is so... Dude, don't get, get me wrong. They were one of the hardest working bands out there, and they made it happen. But if, for somebody to come into a bar and play that, I'm going to judge it because you well, don't know if, rock and roll. If you're a bunch of 22-year-old girls and they just want to hear hear something they know. Uh, maybe. You know? Yeah. Maybe you think it's Zach Brown or something. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. I, I always like Skinner. I mean, I think they've got some better songs than, sure. than, than this. And it, Yeah, sure. I, it, first thing on my notes is incredibly overplayed, but I still yeah. like it. I've never yeah. got into them. Really? Just, I just don't like Southern Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's... I, I, no, yeah. that's where you got yeah. me, pal. Yeah, I got yeah. you. So. You, got, you got the Confederate thing on your your truck and <laughs> <Right>. everything. <laughs> but we, um, it has a place. The band has a place, you know, in history and in bar music. Like, that's they're a big bar band. Yeah, you know? yeah, sure. I mean, we went and saw them. It was like right when all that, what is it? it was probably their last tour. And it was like right when all that shit was going on with like the Confederate flight, like that yeah. West Virginia crap. Yeah. And it was like, man, the people watching. Oh, you know, dude, that's all like, I would do go to that show and people yeah, watch. Yeah, dude. It was, I mean, people. The only way like, we could get better if Ted Nugent opened. Yeah, right, like, right, you know right. I mean? I mean, it was like people were in like the Civil War yeah, Confederacy man. shit. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm seeing him in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Excuse yeah. me, sir. <laughs> right. Like some dude was what like he was waving in this huge American flag and he was dressed in the Confederate, the Southern Confederate stuff. I'm like, what I think f- you got some mixed messages there, homie. Yeah. Unbelievable people yeah. get what they think is right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm not too down with with Leonard Skinner. You know, not I don't care what people think. You can think whatever you want. Knock yourself out if you want to have a a flag. You know, knock yourself out. But it was so um, against everybody was against the, them having Confederate flag on there. They discontinued a bunch of their merchandise. Yeah, yeah. they did. You yeah. know, they took a big bath on shit, which is ridiculous. Also, but hey, what do I know? Yep. All right, we'll move on. I got some some ins and outs on the politics around the song, but who gives a shit, man? Let's, let's play something that you picked, man. Something. Let's shift gears completely. And I was kind of surprised to see you pick this, but the song was "Send Me All My Way" by Rusted Root. Dude, this song was a staple in McCuskers yeah, for it was. years. Was it really? Yeah. Right. It totally was. Let me play a little bit of it. And I want to. I want to hear about all that because I had I had a whole bunch of questions. I love this song, but dude, it's a great song. It's a great song. You know, it's a great song. You know, you can actually sit there and maybe talk about your boss for a second with somebody before you start doing more shots for when, te- when tequila comes on. And, you know, I don't know. It's a it's a little mellow song, but it starts to pick up out there. I just remember it always being yeah. a staple here at McCusker's. Yeah, they drove that car until the tires fell off mm. with that song. And a few more. But like, the, like, I do hear it from time to time. We'll see going back into it like 15 months later. But, um, I just think I, I've heard that song so many times in my life. 
It's just like yeah. I might give it all an eye roll to myself if this came on. It was know? a cool album though. No, the album's was great. great. It was a this great, great album. album. And they put out like yeah. seven albums yeah. and I was like, I don't know anything. I yeah. didn't listen to any of their stuff, but I had that C D and I yeah, listened yeah. to it all the time. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. We've seen them a couple times. We dude, we saw them open up for Page and Plant at the Spectrum and then we saw them in the hallway handing out flyers for their next show. They got off stage and started handing flyers out in the, in the cool. hallways of the spectrum for their next show. And I think they were playing local, like in the tower or something like that. I, I always, I remember reading of something that Tom Petty discovered them. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I, rem- I remember reading that on that pamphlet that they were handing out at, huh. at the Zeppelin I never show. knew that. Yeah. Yeah, That's I, what I, heard. I yeah. saw them open for it was like Toto at Sprocket or Sarah McLaughlin, some one of those like '90s flashbacks. Yeah. I saw them in the '90s, probably touring for this album. I mean, I'm I'm like a big hippie kind of thing, but I love the earth tone sound that that band yeah. have. Yeah, you know, they have a happy, happy sound. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's Friday. That would definitely get people like if they were in a rut, they had a bad week. It's like it's yeah. Friday, and yeah, yeah, and it has like kind of like a Peter Gabriel kind of vibe, like that. Different, mm-hmm. different yeah, international sure. music kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, world, but it, it's but, like worldly music. Yeah, yeah, but like happy. They had yeah. a lot of hand drums going on. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very. I think they had like two drummers. Tribal. Yeah, very tribal. They were big back in the day. They were big in the in the circle drum, the drum circle community. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. You, like you can get away with playing that song, but like you can't get away with playing the Grateful Dead. It's kind That's of true. Like, it's kind of like the same. They sneak it in, kind of sneak it in there. It's like hey. You, we're we're a little bit on a different jam band yeah. level, but people know that song. That song was a commercial last yeah, year. Yeah, that's why. I mean? I, I, yeah, that's why I think yeah. it'd be a great song to play in the bar. Yeah, I think it was like it was in the Minions movie, or it was, it's been uh, in movies yeah, and a whole bunch probably. of other kind yeah. of stuff. So cool, man. Yeah, I, that was that was fun to, to see that on there because I haven't listened to that yeah, song that in a while. Different. Um, next song that you guys had on the list was "Build Me Up Buttercup" by the Foundations. Yeah, I love dude, this, song. this is a party song. Yeah, this is my song. Now that's a sing along. Yeah, yeah, I could totally yeah. see a bar full of people singing along to this. Yeah, that that song is like you know like a time capsule for me. You know what I mean? Like it always just brings you back. And like I remember like why that song is special to me. Just listening to it now, and I just that makes me that song makes me very very happy. You know, it's upbeat. It's it's a great sing along song. You know, it's got like that that soul kind of vibe to yeah. it too. It just you know, I don't know anything about the the band. I don't know another song by the band. But I when you put it on the list, I was listening to it. Yeah, with my headphones on, I was like, yeah, man, this is. I was really I think, digging it. I think there's songs that bring people together. Sure, I think that's definitely one of them. Um, not in the, you know, a, come together as a party. Like sure. not come yeah. together yeah, as yeah, a, yeah. As a yeah. united, yeah. you know, march kind of thing. But in a band, I mean, in a band, in a bar, definitely that song caters to everybody that's, that likes music. If you're in the R and B, that's what's up. If you like rock and roll, that song's there. If you like, you know, hip hop, <laughs> I don't that's know. A, but like, you know, you're sitting in a bar, and usually you're, you're, you know, if you're not a group of people, you're sitting next to somebody you don't know. So you get friendly with people. You, you know, maybe buy each other a drink and just start talking about baseball or whatever and then you're by the 
by the end of the night, you're best friends, you know. And then that <clears> song comes on. You guys are probably like high fiving, giving each other's hugs, so, uh, giving each other hugs, and singing this song. I know? could. I was think as you were as we were playing this, I was thinking that like I could see a lot of people like their arms around each other in here, and yeah, people yeah. are sit at the tables. Maybe they're not part of the bigger conversation yeah. at the bar, but everybody's probably singing along with. But them. dude, it, probably, it, I'm sorry. No, dude, it sets it. it dude, it sets a big vibe, yeah. and that's what I'm big yeah. on. I'm big on the vibe of the room, and that brings a nice vibe out yeah a, a, lot of the, point. a lot of the stuff that i was playing was probably better like uh maybe you don't want to be two in the morning and hammered playing something <laughs> <laughs> i know, definitely like... playing that country song two in the morning <laughs> trying to get everybody to fuck out of here no they would want to stick around and listen to it yeah you are throw play them all. fire dude like fuck <laughs> what <did> i do <laughs> um that song's but that's a good choice right that's a good yeah. choice right yeah man everything about that song yeah. is great absolutely yeah, you kept the uh, the good times, the happy times keep on rolling, man. That's what next, I like to do. I the mean, next, the know. next song you had was Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. Another kind of upbeat, upbeat, upbeat song. song. Everybody knows it. Maybe it's a little played out, but in a bar setting, everybody knows it. Come on, man. I want to be Bob Dylan. Uh, that's a great... That Again, that is another just awesome album. The whole album. Their great. second album was great. Their third album was great. They're just a great band. Do you think they're considered like a one-hit wonder? I don't think so, I don't man. Know. Yeah, they, they, like, they had like... Long December. Yeah. They had that Einstein on the Beach song. That's a great song, yeah. too. That was kind of like, a, like yeah. an obscure... I don't yeah. think it was on any of their albums or something. But that's like... That song is definitely their yeah. most well-known song, I would think. You know? You know, you always see them on the bill with... Um, like uh, the Wallflowers, yeah, you know all these like ninety band, these nineties, nineteen nineties bands that join together and they do tours together. You know, you got them, you got Matchbox Twenty. Well, I I, I went to that show. They were they I, were they here like two years ago, awesome. and it was well, like you know, the County Crows came out, and that guy thinks he he is Dylan. He's going to switch up the words. He's going to switch up the melody. Yeah. I'm like, dude, just sing the song. Like, just play the song. I know you've been playing yeah. for 30 years, but just play the song the way that we all know it. You're doing a concert. I always enjoyed how he kind of changed things up. That's, that's yeah. I, 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 I get bored of songs really fast. I judge you. When I judge a band, I judge them live. No, I, I, know? I, I don't necessarily and disagree with you on that. To, to change it up a little bit the way he does, I always kind of liked it. Yeah, uh, but like depends. on a Saturday night in Camden on the lawn, a beautiful night in July. Like I don't want you to be an artist, dude. I want you to be like a like yeah, a you rock have star. a party. Yeah, but you know that's a great song to play in a bar. You know, again, everybody get down with it. In my opinion, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, by the end of it, everybody's singing along. No, it gets definitely I mean, a big crowd response from that song. I've, it happens all the, the time. The songs that we're picking are interesting because it's like I was I pick shit that I want to like. Sure. And yeah. you've got stuff that like you think everybody would enjoy. I can't help doing that though, but being being in a cover band my whole life, I sure. play the room. Like, okay, a bunch of chicks just walk in. Don't start believing. Play that right away. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I like to play the room. I like to set a vibe. That's a big part of it. Like that's a big part of this bar. You know, I think we both try to do that. Like try to oh, set yeah. the vibe. You know, there's sure. a bunch, you know, like there's a bunch of dudes here. I'm playing like credence. I'm playing 
Springsteen. I'm playing some Metallica. You got a bunch of girls here. I'm playing Journey. I'm playing Coldplay. Prince. Like Yeah, anything, you know. That's part of the and that's part of the reputation of the bar. Right, yeah. it's like it's like a, a, a welcoming yeah. place, and you, know, you read Yelp reviews at McCusker's Tavern. You you hear about the music. People talk about the yeah. music or the the music posters and the atmosphere. It's a, it's a big part. It's a big tool that we use. It's a big part of our, sure. our identity, yeah. and I love that about us. And I don't think any other bar around us had that. You know, no. that were such music freaks. You know, yeah. and we not and in South Philadelphia, yeah. man. All and, these fucking yeah. And Ryan and I, that's what we're known for. Yeah. You know. So speaking of vibes, man, the next I think it's the next song that you had on here that would give a vibe too is uh, I Wanna Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me by Whitney Houston. Dude, uh. it's a great song. Again, I'm thinking about the girls in the bar. No, I hear you. Yeah. No. Play it right off the bat, man. <laughs> Play it. Yeah. Dude, it's a happy song. Dude, that's yeah. like a midnight song, like a Friday midnight. Everybody's in here. And that, Everybody's a little tipsy already. Yeah, yeah that's a midnight you know? song. Yeah, maybe Whitney. somebody's getting up, dancing a little bit, having a little, having a good time. Man, Whitney was the best. You might have somebody get up dancing, then you will have like a bunch of punk rock guys sitting there. Like, what sitting the hell? The what is this? But right. you see them kind of like bobbing Jam their heads a little bit because they know the song. Everybody knows the song. It's a great that she was so talented. It's a shame that she's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't I was never like a huge fan of her music. Um, I I was surprised when she died. I was like, Holy really? shit. Yeah. I remember I remember being in the supermarket in South Philadelphia and I'm walking through the aisles and right before we come into the the radio comes on and says Whitney Houston died. I'm like, No, she didn't. I go I'm walking the aisles. I hear all the people like, Whitney Houston died. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, Oh my god, it's for real, she died. Yeah. Um, I, I do like this song. I think I I got so tired of that song from Bodyguard that I just yeah yeah like yeah. But, but, but this is that's a party song yeah you yeah know? and I mean damn she could sing like I yeah. love that song I'm your baby tonight I love that song and sometimes I do play it yeah. in here you know but it's like this uh, is that yeah. this is a more upbeat no I agree upbeat yeah. upbeat song yeah I agree um, we we're just playing this I was saying I this past week I watched the. The, the documentary or the video version of Clive Davis's autobiography. And it had a lot of interviews and he talked a lot about, you know, because he discovered Whitney Houston and how upset he was when, when she passed away. And he got into the, um, really kind of some ins and outs of like making some of her music and she didn't want to do a couple songs and he was like trust me just yeah. do this and yeah. you know i've said before i think Clive Davis is a little a little full of himself but it was interesting to hear that kind of like the the look under the hood of putting some of those songs together you know i feel bad for whitney when she her first album came out everybody was saying she was too white you know yes um yeah. she was getting booed at the grammys for for best r&b album yeah and then she won and everybody's like boo she's like more white they than- talked about that in the clive davis but thing. that's the yeah. audience that they were targeting her that's what they modeled her to be that's the audience they wanted her and that's to when she started going out with bobby brown and she start becoming real gangsta yeah yeah he yeah. might be our our shit bag of the he week he is the shit bag of the week yeah oh well ike well, turner's on this list coming up too is so, he? yeah 
We, no. we already gave him the shit bag. Yeah, Let's yeah. give yeah, it to Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown's a shit bag of the week. It's his prerogative. Yeah. <laughs> um, next man is somebody else who passed away way too soon. Let's go crazy by Prince. What a great yeah. party song this, this is. is. Great. Yeah. Come on, man. That's another party anthem. Absolutely. He's a dude that I wasn't really into that much when I was younger. And then when he played the Super Bowl, I mean, I, I remember watching it and like my mouth was open. I was just like, damn, he could play guitar. Or the um, there's been a lot of stuff on Facebook recently, like the video of him at the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The my jam session. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And he just brings it. They, they actually just released another footage of that, like another angle. That yeah, that's, I, that's probably before. what I saw. It was pretty cool. It was amazing. Best concert I ever saw was Prince, Yeah, you man. said that they before. That. He, he, he could play the guitar. I mean, he could dance. He could play the guitar. I don't think he was much of an actor. <laughs> but he I, wasn't I, a I, triple threat. I only see Pep Purple Rain once, and that was during well, the quarantine. I know. And said the same thing. I'm like, Purple Rain is like uh, a time capsule of the 80s. It's uh, like you want to know the 80s. You want to know fashion. You want to yeah. know the language. You want to know the music, the hair. All that shit. Watch Purple Rain. Uh, I hear you. I'm just not a big '80s fan. I guess. No, the '80s were fun as but, shit. That's but, why like, I love he it. made everything. Like again, he he's another guy who made everything kind of look stupid. Like you know, you have your flock of seagulls. You have like you know all those kind of bands, and then here's Prince. You know, Prince was above the curve. Yeah, he created before yeah, all this. Yeah, before Purple Rain. You know, he came out with 1999 before Purple yeah. Rain, and he was he 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 had a vision. You know, no, just, no. You know. like they wanted to sign. He, they want some record company wanted to sign him when he was like 17 years old, but he wanted complete control over his music. They're like, no, you're not, or, you know, control, not control over his music, but like to be his own producer and do this and do no, that. No, that was I, part of his deal to be yeah, control of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, no, to get out of here. He's like, okay, I'll just hold out. And they held out and he got whatever he wanted because he's yeah. that brilliant. I mean, we yeah. were, Ryan, you and I were working in the music store. Remember that dude we work with? That Brian. Lee, Brian Gregory. I remember him. He, I mean, this yeah. dude loved Prince yeah. to the point that he had like a symbol for his own signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was right when Prince was trying to get out of his record contract. I mean, he was like under that contractual obligation. Mm. So he put out like. The slave. It, yeah. He put out a bunch of shit. It was like, I'm just going to put out crap just he to did. get that, out of my. That shit was all garbage. It was awful. And that dude played the. Those albums, it was like every day. That's the thing about Prince fans. They're like, you know, yeah, they're, they're like deadheads or yeah. fish fans. Like, no matter what they do, they're all about it. And maybe that's when I, when my disdain for them started, because he was another manager in the store, and it was every day, man, you would See, hear that. It did, it did something different for me. I really liked the guy, and he really opened Prince up for me. Okay. But that was like, the, I got like a Prince education 101 from the guy I, you always said that too and you always said how kind of a guy he was and how nice yeah, he was yeah until they caught, caught him stealing because, yeah, yeah. Well, that happens <laughs> like, yeah. you know? we left Blockbuster Music went to Sam Goody and I brought him and got him a job and then he got fired oh, really? for like loading yeah. up his car hey man he wanted those Crazy Prince not albums right yeah. right he had to get that Prince that Prince cash I got away with everything I stole <laughs> uh but let's go crazy, man. You got to, you, you know, you get the whole bar going. You get the party going. When I saw Prince in concert, he played that in a whole Core State Center almost burned the fuck down. Sure. Yeah, I can imagine. Man. 
Really, really talented dude. And he kind of like, he also just like, is he funk? Is he rock? He's, is every, he's like, everything. He just, he's, he's everything. everywhere. He just transcends everything. Like you said, he can dance. He can play guitar. You know, he was like, his, I think his guitar ability gets incredibly overlooked. Totally. He was like, he was oh, awesome. my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, just Purple Rain itself, the yeah. guitar solo at the end of Purple Rain. Yeah. Like, like I, I never really, like, I knew a lot of Prince songs, but I never knew how, how grave guitar player was until that rock and roll hall of fame induction. i think i think that was like a lot of people yeah like i was very very familiar with prince my whole life but as a guitar player that blew my doors off man yeah yeah he like reinvented that guitar solo he made it more edgier than clapton did yeah and you see yeah. george's kid stand there like in with an amazement smile yeah. on his face yeah really really yeah cool moment. i miss prince his book was really good i'll have to check that out he his book um how it's written he only writ like written eight chapters and then he passed away but the beginning of the book is the the other writer of the book giving a description of the first time he met prince and okay. they talked about the book being made it's a really great book huh. his, his uh nickname was scooter you know prince's nickname was scooter prince, yeah. prince's nickname was scooter nobody would call him prince everybody would call him scooter okay. oh, that's great yeah interesting he, you know his life wasn't very much like the movie Purple Rain, but a lot of it was. Hmm. Yeah, he seemed like a really simple kind of guy. He was down. Oh, he was. Yeah, no, he he was a Gemini, my man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. He was. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he's a very complicated guy. Hmm. All right. I mean, not like complicated like Michael Jackson was. Yeah, but I just hear he's kind. <laughs> but do you guys you remember know. that back in the day, the uh, the feud, like you're a Michael Jackson fan or you're a yeah, Prince fan? Yeah, yeah. Who was better? Prince yeah. one, Prince one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Next was uh, Def Leppard. Pour some sugar on. Now me. you know where the whores are at. Pour that on. Let's we'll see these girls dance. Dude, that's my go-to when the girls walk into the bar. Yeah. You know, McCusker's is a rock and roll bar, but a lot of girls come in here and they, they get like a little pissed off that we don't have rap music on our jukebox. Um, but then it's like, oh, I can't find anything to play. I was like, don't worry, baby. I'll find something yeah. for you to play. Right. And then you play this song, dude, classic song. No, it's it's, it's like it's, No, I hear you. No, it is. No, it is. But I, again, I'm, all yeah. these songs are played out. And it represents no, yeah. like all those anthem like yeah yeah you, we could have swapped this out for don't stop believing no or but, but i'm Girl. sure they're yeah, on like, there man like, there's you know, all those like kinda... all those, but i will tell you what we went to go see them a few years ago with them in journey death leopard was absolutely amazing they, they were, were great man yeah, we were. saw them their last tour they're they're yeah, great they're a great band dude they got three-part harmony yeah you know not yeah. many bands had you know else had three-part harmony Allison Chains. Yeah, yeah. They there's did, not many. Yes. There's yeah. not many other bands that have three part harmony. Not, and I think that's what makes Def Leppard sound. Yeah. And you know, Joe Elliott does have an effect on his, his voice, but no, you're right though. The three part harmony definitely makes. Their they sound. sound great live, They're, dude. I couldn't believe how good they sounded. 
Yeah, they're and, really and good. It's very entertaining. Is it such an entertaining show? You know, everything about that band is great. They've been around before there was hair bands. Yeah, they've been around. Yeah, they were children when they came yeah. out. I mean, I remember they've been around for so long. Rick Allen's when I first saw Def Leppard, Rick Allen's arm was gone already. But then you looked at the videos before that, and he has two arms. Two and he's like, "Whoa, what's, what happened? Here? What happened? Yeah. Here? Right." Yeah, and then you find out that he overcame that obstacle in his life when his arm was taken away from him. And being a drummer myself, that really, really inspired me to to really, you know, if this guy can play the drums with one hand, sure. I, could, I could play. Yeah, sure. And those guys really worked hard at it, man. They paid their dues. Like they're in the Hall of Fame. You know, once Bon Jovi got in, Joel is like, "Well, they're getting in. Yeah, I'm getting in." Didn't they get in first, Def Leppard? Nope, Bon Jovi got okay. in first. And then then he called John Bon Jovi. He's like, hey, man, I need some help here. Like, I, we got to get in there. You know, like, I guess they're one of the British bands that actually care about being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they're so commercial I success. Think they, you know? they, I think and they, they were, deserve it. I think they were just so huge in America. They were huge, they're dude. Huge in America. I, don't, I forget how many, like, was it Hysteria? How many albums they it sold? Was, but we talked enormous. about it on one yeah, show. Yeah, we it talked about it in the Hair Band episode. Enormous. They were, like, selling millions of albums in america and they couldn't give their albums away in 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 europe hmm. it was like they they were like here we are conquering america yeah and we go over and play a little shit in england and nobody gives a fuck wow. yeah. yeah that's crazy it's they're great. a great band i hope they come around with death there was a death leopard m- m- uh, molly crew and poison poison i hope that Jet. i don't know how joan jack got on that bill but yeah i hope that happens yeah, i hope that show happens 2022 they're saying 2022 right? but we were talking in the break we were talking about how vince neil blew it i don't think you guys at home clown, dude yeah i don't know how you cannot give a fuck that much i i've never played with a guy he's, he's that pompous. never who like, you don't give a fuck so much. Dude, he didn't know the words to Helter Skelter. There's three fucking right. words of that fucking song. Helter Skelter. He was reading off the fucking lyric lines, man. And How then, far yeah. are you making it in the show? Like, back up a second. So, you know, that big rock show was supposed to happen and it got canceled and Vince Neil was playing in some little, like, tiny place in, like, upstate New York or something. Some little club. And they said he got, like, a couple songs into it and he just stopped and was like sorry guys my voice is shot I can't do this anymore. he just walked off the stage but hey, yeah he, hey he Vince if you're the... listening you can come play McCusker's anytime you want <laughs> he didn't know the words dude to, we'll uh... let you lip sync <laughs> yeah, do whatever matter. the fuck you want how man? come he doesn't lip sync because Nikki Six won't let him yeah no. they, could, they can like bring John Sharabi back Don, John Karabi was yeah, that yeah, his name? Yeah. No, you know what they should do for this tour? They get rid of Vince because he's just a hired gun anyway. Nobody's gonna and show bring up. one of those fucking Steel Panther motherfuckers up there, dude. That's a good idea. You know, that's a good idea. But you know, it's just the Motley Crue's those four guys, and but you know, you know you're going to be the headliner, and then Brett Michaels I is going to blow you off the stage. He's going to. He would totally. He would. That guy. No, absolutely. He, he would. still has this voice. He can still, no, he, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and also, like you said, Joan Jett. She's all those bands. They would, they would blow. I mean, obviously, Motley Crue is a fucking awesome band. Yeah, but Vince Neil is like the weight that holds them down. But he's he looks like the weight that holds him down. Yeah, Yeah. but he's he's a big part of that band. But there's other. No, I'm with you. But but, you you could get one of the guys from Steel Panther, and that would be great. That would work. But look what look how Journey did it. Nobody thought that you know without Steve Perry, and they brought that kid in. That nobody at that Def Leppard show, that kid killed it. Well, yeah. He's not. Oh, he's like fifty yeah. now. Yeah. But that dude yeah. killed it. He's like he a tribute. He's like a Filipino from like a tribute am- band or something, yeah. right? Yeah, he's he's amazing. Sounds exactly he's amazing. like him. Yeah. There's a movie out about him. Or a There's a documentary. Yeah. 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 I've always heard the stories that he was like 
really troubled. Like he didn't yeah, want no, to do it. Yeah, no, he had just drug problems. Yeah. And everything no, like he that. was homeless as a child. Yeah, he grew up on the on the streets of the Filipino Philippines. Yeah. You know, and he he was barefoot. No, he was so excited that like one of his first couple of shows that he played, which already he's running around this and that. They had him sitting down in the back after the show, like, listen, um, it's not about you. Right, so you have to tone like bring it down like ten. Journey's know. a great band. They are great. They're great live too. I'm sure they'll be on the jukebox here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. so we've Death got awesome. We've got one, two, three. We got five songs left. We didn't take a break. Let's take a short break. Let's take a short break. All right, we'll be right back. Stick around. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox in McCusker's. Minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Chunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for sticking with us. we got a couple songs left to talk about on our playlist i think one of the next ones was ryan i think it was the last one that was on your list and it's where the streets have no name by you too oh dude you, you have to it has such a build-up and you know it's it, it's a feel-good song like we talked about before like you know uh we genuflect when this song comes on the bar like we just lost a big part of our uh big jack bernard and when this song came on and we were just like just not at each other and you, like you get you get goosebumps when you hear the song, or I still do anyway. Yeah, if you guys want to hear more about the Joshua Tree, go look up. We did a whole episode on their career up to it, and then we went track by track through the Joshua Tree. And yeah, it's it's just a it's a fantastic yeah. album. Let me just I'll play thirty seconds of it. I'll start at the beginning too, even though it's got a slow build, because that's just part of the oh, part. Of I it. think the slow build is what makes it. Yeah, I think magic. it is too. Yeah, yeah. think that song's about breaking out you know I, yeah. it's friday you're breaking yeah. out of work that, that song yeah you know um this song is a huge part of like who and who ryan and i am and i'm sitting here listening to it and i'm thinking about this last year and then what we're about to do again like start a new life tomorrow or start over or do something new i don't know yet but like i, I got a little emotional just thinking about the past I, and just like what a positive positive energy it's funny you say yeah. that because normally when we play a song we talk while we're like yeah. we're we're shooting yeah. shit and all three of us were completely silent and nobody we didn't have to say hey I just want to listen to it. we all just kind of i was having the same the same thing i was like it takes it, you somewhere man yeah you like know? that the beginning is and we can only play 30 seconds of this 
because lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, man, I wish we could play that first two minutes because it is like that beginning is it's uplifting. Yeah, yeah dude, it's, 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 it gives it's, me so much hope. Yes, you know? it, yes, it's hopeful. It's got like a gospel uplift before the guitars come in. It's just like, yeah, dude, it just it just makes you feel yeah. like there's something like something there's makes you there's feel a good, sunrise man. ahead. Like yeah, it's like tomorrow yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're yeah, yeah man, it's 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 a, it's a win. That's like, gonna be like we're like, sitting in here, and I'm like, you know, like I can see the sun is up out the window, and yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's like, and setting. it was a nice day, perfect, and perfect it was, setting. you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, dude, it's just, it just invokes something, and all three of us just had that exact same experience. But from dude, it. that song's gonna be, I, I'll be opening this by myself tomorrow morning, and that will be the first song I play when I walk in the door. That's you know? great. It's it's such a part of like who, who me and Ryan are. Yeah. you know, I. Just, Again, I got like very emotional doing it. I'm a little bit emotional right now. Yeah, I can see it. I can see. I can tell. But um, it's magical, man. Like, like it's the great. In my opinion, it's the perfect song. It's one of those songs that just bring people together. Yeah, like there's songs on this list that are like, I want it on in the background as I'm doing other stuff. Sure. sure. Yeah, and then there's songs that like. I want the headphones on. Yeah. And like I was just enjoying that experience of hearing the 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 instruments kind of coming in and layering up on each other and it's like you know, you know like you know I think people need something to believe in by Friday. I I I, know? I agree with you. Like 100%. I got you know I got through it. It was a shitty week. My boss yelled at me. The copying machine won't work. <laughs> you know, shit. The streets come. The streets of no name come on and it kind of erases everything. Yeah. 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 It's like the reset button. Cool. Awesome. All right, all right, awesome. man. <laughs> we're, we have a show where we talk and we're speechless. We can, we could talk about the Josh. Oh. Well, we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, we're, and we're still sitting here, and we we probably did the same thing with the song. Like, man, like it, like, it just grabs you. Man. Yeah, man. It's just like, damn, it's it just, just a great you. song. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a good pick. Yeah, I think so. Also, ex- ex- <laughs> it was my pick. Yeah, I know it was excellent pick. Excellent. So, all right. So we got a couple more. Three little birds by Bob Marley. Doug, this was one of your yeah, picks. Yeah, it just puts puts you in a good spot. Again, know? man, just just it's just a good song. Play a little bit. Yeah. We talk about it. You like, know, uh, you know what happens when you start playing Bob Marley in a bar. Everybody goes outside and smokes a joint. <laughs> Where'd everybody go? Where everybody go? Everybody went outside, and everything smells really good coming from out there. But like that song's also like a reset button. Like have, the shoots have no names. Like Ryan said, like oh, you had a shitty day, like week at work, the copy machine broke, or this or that, you know, whatever. And that song just makes everything okay. Yeah, don't you worry, know? everything's gonna be yeah, okay. Yeah, he says it right there. You know, I've had some bad times, and that song brought me back. You know. But I always just enjoy. That's another song. That's a sing along. Any Bob Marley song, yeah. I'm down with. Yeah, you know, I've been to Jamaica, and you have no idea how big Bob Marley is until you go to Jamaica. He would he would be a really interesting topic to um, do a show on. You know, we like, should well, do that. I've seen a couple yeah. of documentaries That'd be on great. him. Or, yeah. Reggae music in general is just a really interesting. Uh, Some of it. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, but it was like, but, but it's like when Snoop Dogg started becoming like Rastafarian, Snoop, Snoop Lion. Yeah, I, I didn't he, believe he it. He started playing with Eddie Murphy. He had his like, yeah, a, yeah, he had a song with Eddie Murphy. But, but I, 
there's probably a story to tell there that you probably oh he not a, a lot of people know he's an amazing about, story about I mean reggae in general Bob Marley's yeah, oh, story yeah, yeah, is, is yeah. interesting too yeah, yeah. between the uh, he assassination came, attempt and how he died yeah, and, and you know, all that other kind of stuff. He's a guy that comes from nothing. Like, absolutely, yeah. Like another guy that didn't have shoes on his feet growing up. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have food to eat. And that's a lot of Jamaica, unfortunately. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. it's beautiful, go, nice to go there. And because it's like, it, man, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of really, really poor people there. It's like, get out of my way, poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to soak up the sun. Right, rub, my, rub my feet and bring me another yeah, yeah, drink. Yeah. Here's a dollar. <laughs> that's horrible. It's true. No, I, from what you tell me, you never, never been, been to Jamaica. I've never been. You always tell me how much Dude, I would love they, it. Dude, they're all about yeah. they're all about you being there. No, right on. Is there? You know, it's, it's their, You it's, don't know. Yeah. You, what's what's their they're saying? No problem, man. Yeah. There's no nope. problem on the island. There's no problems. Yeah, I gotta uh, go. And I, that's what Bob Marley plays, man. There's no problems. You, you do struggle when you go to some of those inclusive resorts about like, oh, this person's making thirty cents a week. Yeah, to, like, that's why I don't think I've really been. And it's like kind of like I, I, know, I don't I, give a fuck. <laughs> I, I'm going on the beach. I'm giving them yeah. a dollar for everything. They I bring like a hundred dollars in ones. Like you yes, guys, I like, do too. It's like nudie yeah. fest. It's just like <laughs> yeah. it's like nudie fest, and, and everybody gets a dollar. Everybody, you tip yeah. everybody. Yep. I I went to Jamaica. Somebody said to me they're not having a good time. I'm like, did did are you tipping? They're like, no. I'm like, well, that's why you're not having a fucking good time, man. Yeah, yeah we normally like, oh, you're here all week. Here's forty bucks. Yeah. Like you see, oh, you know, yeah. you see me and my wife. You take care of us, and yeah. But Bob um, Marley will take you to Jamaica in your head. Great we, song, great pick. All right, next up, uh, we got four songs left. Proud Mary by Ike and Tina Turner. This is a great pick, man. Doug, I think this was your pick. Yeah, I, no, I, I play this constantly. Or it's always part of my my night. But that's a great ending of the week, you know, you know, working for the man every night and day. And, you know, now it's the weekend. When you sent the list of picks of songs you wanted on this, I, you know, you put the title first and I said, Proud Mary. And I, and I was like, Credence. And then it was like, in Ter- I can Tina. And I was yeah. like, all right, man, rock on. But that's what like, you know, even though it is a Credence song, like her and Ike made that her, made them mm-hmm. that song, their song. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And it's just, dude, it gets people going, you know, everybody knows it. Yeah, man, and the, I mean the influence that Ike Turner had on music, man. It's like he's a he's a scumbag, sure. And we talked about him before. And he I, invented rock and roll, though, right? <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah. I really, really wish more people listened to our Sun Records episode because I really think that was one of our best. We talked about him at the beginning of rock and roll, but yeah, dude, it's just, it's just a great song. It's a great version of it. Great. I just keep saying great. All right, so, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's I fantastic. love it. It's, it's fantabulous. All right, so moving on, we got a couple more. You're so bad by Tom Petty. Another another awesome pick. Here you go. I can't decide which is worse, but not me, baby. I've got you to save me. Oh, you're so bad. Thing I ever had. In a world gone mad. You're so bad. 
I just think it's a good song, sing along song. You know. I was going to ask you why you picked that over other Tom Petty songs. I, I maybe it's just me. I have such a personal connection with that song, and I always that's always part of my playlist. Yeah, you know I mean, I love the words to it. I love the meaning behind it. Like, not me, baby. I got you too. Save me. You're so bad. And maybe it's because of the like, you're so bad. You're sitting in the bar, and people they all they all they all sing that. You're so bad. Yeah. You know, it's got like a little. It's like a different vibe to it than a lot of his other stuff yeah. too. Like it's more, it's acoustic and it, but it's like fast paced yeah. and. But it, it it gets people like you start like tapping your foot, man, hit like banging on the bar. You yeah, know? you could play any Tom Petty song. Yeah, and people get it, it. He has like jukebox classics. Yeah, like song after yeah. song. American, you could play any of his yeah. songs. American Girl is probably like yeah. the the number one, and that's jukebox. a big. That's always a yeah. big big song in the bar. Free and I guess falling. I just picked that song because it's like you know. Maybe it's something that it's people, a little obscure. Yeah, but I, I just I think everybody knows it. Like once they they realize what it is, and people really get into it, you know. All right, so next up we got a couple more. Hurricane by Bob Dylan, and this was interesting pick because this is a really really long song, and I don't know if a whole lot of people know this song. Well, when I was growing up working the bar, like getting me and Ryan got thrown in here, we were like nineteen years old, you know, and having to take over a Friday. This song always played, and this was probably what song what made me love bob dylan i think the first time i heard the song was on days and confused soundtrack yeah the movie days and confused yeah. i think mine was probably the movie about yeah. hurricane, hurricane carter. carter yeah that's but a great movie it yeah. is Denzel washington yeah. yeah yeah but this is just a great it just has a great melody the like, story is great it. yeah i just love it it's good. like the story is it a sing-along yeah. song no but i think it's good background music in a bar it's like the music just pops you know I, I just always enjoy hearing it. All right, know? let's do it. She sees a bartender in a pool of blood. Cries out, my God, they killed them all. Here comes the story of the hurricane. The man the authorities came to play for something that he never done. Put in a prison cell, but one time he could have been the champion of the world. I think I like playing that song because it's very, very long, and I can take a break from the fucking country music and bullshit. You know, that's pretty country. That song. <laughs> no, no, but you know what I mean, like that hair band country, Bon Jovi country music. Oh, right on. That's what I mean. Right on. You know, and like some horrible pop music. I, I just like it. Um, I think a lot of Dylan songs can be played on that on a jukebox on a Friday. A shitload of them. Everybody's going to get stoned. Yeah, there's a whole, I don't know what to say. Yeah, say no, I just, again. yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good pick. It tells a story. I like songs that tell stories. That's why I'm a, such a big Springsteen fan. And uh, yeah, dude, it's, I'm, I'm not a, an enormous Bob Dylan fan. It's one of the handful of songs I like. I don't think his voice gets too uh, Kermit the Froggy on it. But even what he does now, Ryan and I just saw um, him. It's probably one of the last shows we've seen before the quarantine. And um, this is the second time we've seen Bob Dylan do. What would you call it? Like his uh, his big band kind of uh, mm, feel or swing, or it's you know? definitely an American kind of throwback, like twenties, thirties, you know, kind of feel. It's a, it's hard to explain. Like okay. you know, he's definitely playing a character on stage. Okay, you know, he like his personality is like yeah, he's called the greatest fucking songwriter right ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the role yeah. he's playing. I, I just I love Dylan. You know, and I don't think I like Dylan as much as Ryan. Ryan's always teaching me things about Dylan. Yeah. You know, but um, 
I just enjoy that song, and I think it's a good bar song. It's a good McCusker song, anyway. I don't know if it's a good bar song. It's a good McCusker song, anyway. He says the N-word in it, though. He, he does. does. He does. He does. That's why I kind of stand back a little bit by playing it in the yeah. bar. That's yeah, true. But the, I, I never really looked at it like that, and I'm sure I'm like, shit, you can't play that anymore, you know? Yeah, but I think he's singing it in the context of like what was going right. So it doesn't matter, dude. People don't yeah. give a shit. I, 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 I get, I get that, but I also don't like. I'm not being like we need to cancel Bob Dylan because he used yeah. the N word in his life. You know, he's not he's not a hip hop yeah. artist or something else. Yeah, I you know you make a very very good point, and the, you know let's see how it goes. Maybe I will not be playing the song anymore at McCoskey's. Yeah, and, but, and, and you hope you, you know, don't play it. And pe- you know, it's on in the background. Yeah. People are doing their stuff, and yeah. then you hear it, and then like yeah. you know, you hear the record yeah. needle, like everyone just shuts up and yeah. looks at you. And that would be a horrible, horrible train wreck. And and he says it's just not like he says that, it very. He says yeah. it. He's just that crazy. Yeah, right. But, that, but that's the point. Is like, but he's telling the story of people's right. interpretation of the of Hurricane Carter. You know, right, right. Hurricane like, Carter was falsely accused of murder, and people yeah. were like. Oh well, it must be this crazy black man yeah. when he's know. trying to get him out of jail. That's yeah. why he wrote the song. Yeah, you know? and you know, and you're right, right? You know, it's a shame that people probably will not see through that, and you have it, to explain yourself. I'm it, with you. It doesn't I'm matter. With you. No, but like these fucking rap artists can fucking say it all fucking day long. Yeah, but it's, you know, but he's. You know, he's telling the story of the hurricane. So right, just, he's telling you know, the story of the you know. racist people that yeah. put him in jail yeah. and what yeah. they said. But yeah. yeah, I hope it doesn't come to that. But I hope not either. You have to you have to play it in the bar. Yeah. And, I, uh, but I never thought about that. Like, oh wait, he does say that. And, hey, the next time I'm down here, we'll play it. And I'll I'll just sit in the corner and just observe with my little notepad. Yeah. <laughs> a, a sociology experiment. It'll be like a one o'clock song when everybody's too drunk to even realize. Right, it. right. Everybody's going to tune it out anyway, man. Bad Reputation by Joan Jett and the Blackheart. <laughs> Love the song. All right, here we go. Finally, something that fucking rocks. Right, it's, like it's the only like <laughs> fuck. Song you guys been it. putting me to sleep for the last five songs. The fuck, give me, I, I, I give me my you. bill. I'm I, ready to go home. <laughs> well, dude, half these songs I want to play like freaking like to get people. God, out of here. make me go to fucking sleep over here. But that song, man, like she does that song great. Yes, you know, she's and, awesome. Yeah, and that like everybody will bop their heads to that song when it's played in the bar. You yep, know? people are gonna get down to it. Totally agree. Last song we had on the list, man, John Mellencamp, the Diet Coke version of Bruce Springsteen. That's what I said. Jack and Diane. Jack and Diane, two American kids growing up in the heartland. Jack is going to be a football star. Diane's debutante backseat of Jackie's car. Sucking on chili dogs. What the fuck does that mean? Just he's eating, chilling. He's eating, eating chili dogs, chili, man. Sucking on a chili dog. He's eating a chili he's dog a outside the tasty it. freeze. Yeah. yeah. He's All that right. hungry. All right. 
But dude, that's a great sing along song that gets everybody moving. I, I really know? like John Mellencamp. Yeah. And I, I call him the Diet Coke Springsteen, but he, I think he would call himself the Diet Coke version sure. of Springsteen. Yeah. He's always said that he is envious of the songs that Springsteen writes. Yeah, this, I, he was on Howard Stern or something a while ago, and he was telling a whole story about this song and how like Jack is supposed to be African American. Mm -hmm. And there was some line in there that mentioned that, and they took it out because. People were like, you're you're writing this like Midwestern, huh, yeah. you're this like middle of the country kind of guy. I didn't know that. You know, and he, he took it out because he was afraid of the blowback he was going to get. And he kind of regretted it would, that. It would never be the cultural iconic thing that it yeah. is now. It would have been like this controversial fucking right, right. song. Because now I think yeah. of like, okay, I'm in, you're in like corn country and it's like captain of the football team sure. in high school and his girlfriend. Yeah. Suck it on chili dogs. But... Yeah, man, I, it, it's a great tune. It just immediately makes me think of like being down Jersey Shore and some, some dudes in a bar. That's definitely a chick song. Yeah. All yeah. the chicks love it. Yeah. And as, like I said, it has the sing-along. You know, people get... You know, and it has an awesome drum breakdown. Yeah. And he just put that in there, didn't he? Like, he wrote that part, and he's just like, well, we have to do something, and he just did that. Well, and it was it made more... The song. From back in the day, there wasn't many drum beats to, to kind of um, slower songs like that. The only guy that did anything like that was Phil Collins. Mm. What is it? In, How, the, in the air tonight? In the air tonight. Mm. When it's a slow song that has yeah, this yeah. huge. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. He that was influenced. Okay, to do that yeah. part for Jack and Diane. Interesting. I didn't know that. He yeah. also put the uh, the clap in, the hand clap. He put the clap in. He put the hand clap in really late in it, too, because he mm. said like something was missing for the sure. pacing of it. And he put the hand clap in, and it kind of just all fell together. Great song. Yeah. It is a great song. That's it, man. That's the list. I had a couple like honorable mention songs, but you guys tell me if they deserve to be on here. We don't need to play any of them, but like Living on a Prayer. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's another. It's a Chick bar song. song. Uh, don't Stop Believing. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> it was in there somewhere. Definitely. I feel like I feel like we could take the the pour some sugar on me, and we could have swapped yeah, that out yeah. with any of these songs. Uh, Brown eyed girl, yeah, Van Morrison. so play. That's it's the a, song that's played. I don't, I don't want to hear anymore. Really? That's it. Okay, yeah, that's it. Margaritaville. Ugh, no, I can't. That's anymore. a song that's never played in here. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's that's a not a. I thought that would be yeah. like people aren't screaming the. No, you hear it once in salt, a while. Salt, sugar, yeah, salt. No. I, I cannot recall. Piano Man by Billy Joel is another bar yeah. song. But you know, a, after that first verse, you're like, you know, it's a song. I, I can yeah, listen to the I song. Hear, yeah. After that first yeah. verse in there, you're like, all right, this is I a could, great song. Dude, I couldn't even tell you how many times I've heard that song in my lifetime. There's a There was a story I think my dad told me. He doesn't make up much stories. But he said, like, when the 45 was out, like so many times, and, and John's at the bar, he's a friend of mine, gives me my drinks for free. He said he scratched out that part. <laughs> You know, of the uh, of the song. You know, he doesn't bullshit, you know. Oh, and by the way, you know, uh, the bar opens tomorrow on the 11th. Today is John McCusker's birthday. Yes. 77, 77 years 77 old. 77 years old started us all here. Happy He's the reason why we're John. all here. But um, yeah, I can, I can, you know, do without that song at times. Okay. You know. All right. I think that's it, man. With yeah, all the... man. Fucking McCuskers is back. So McCuskers is back. We just put together a kick-ass playlist. I do have a little bit of listener feedback, and we'll do the electric chair, and then we can we can wrap it up. So uh, some listener feedback, man. We had Jackie from Seattle reached out to us about our MTV episode. She said, fellas, thanks for the great episode. It brought back so many memories. But you didn't mention my favorite, Totally Pauly, the Wee. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Another yeah. fun contest was become an MTV VJ with winner Jesse Camp. He's a clown. Also, the Cars had some killer videos on MTV in the 1980s. That's very true. We didn't really get into that. Yeah, we missed Jesse Camp, we missed Paulie Shore, and we missed the Cars. Well, you, you know, you think about that. You know, we talked about the Dire Straits song. Dude, they had such a bigger, iconic song. Yeah. Or video, anyway. You know. Uh, what, what was that song called? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Just What I Needed? No, the one with the, like... Um, I Want My MTV. No, The Cars. The Cars. We'll have to edit this shit. <laughs> um, you may think I'm crazy. Yeah, you yeah, might yeah, think yeah, I, yeah. like. You might think I'm crazy was a like a big big song yeah. that also made like that MTV idea. Yeah, the video over. was yeah. huge. I think the video was bigger than the song. I probably know them from. I mean, everybody knows the Cars, but I yeah. think my, I got introduced to them through MTV yeah. more yeah, than the no, radio. We definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Jackie, and we also threw uh, some stickers in the mail for you. So hopefully they're they're coming soon. Thanks so much. All right, so it's time for the electric chair. The electric chair is a segment where we sentence a song to death for being terrible. The electric chair is sponsored by our friends at Lunacy Brewing Company. They're located at 1500 West Kings Highway in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. You can check them out on social media or at lunacybrewingcompany.com. I saw them talking today that they have a whole new website, so I'll have to go check it out. So, uh, Doug, I believe it is your choice to pick a song to die. Yeah, uh, me and Ryan talked about it, and he he was like, "Man, if we're going to do this jukebox song or episode, you got to put for the, in the electric chair, Chumbawamba, I get knocked down." Oh, tough something. This is a drinking song. Yeah, as as much as it sucks. Yeah, it's definitely a song that you're played when you're pissed drunk. Yeah, and you hear it often. You know, I get knocked down. Usually, it's like fucking two o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's a shame because it has this slow build too that we gotta we gotta talk yeah. over. <laughs> well, it's, well, it was a big song. Like you said, it's never gonna die in a bar. You know. I didn't know it had this this much of a beginning. Man, this. I I don't know. I want a whiskey drink. I want and a, a vodka drink, drink and a cider bar. drink. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here! You want this drink? You want that drink? You, you sound like a pain in the fucking balls. balls. Yeah. Fucking beat it! I mean, <laughs> I just saw man. This song was everywhere yeah. in the late nineties. Yeah. yeah, this makes me want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you so excited to go back to work? All right. If you want to keep right. people out of a bar, this is the fucking, fucking song you play. Pissing the <laughs> night away. All right. There's always going to be one asshole. Uh, I right. know what I'm playing on the jukebox. <laughs> we Two sentence you to death. Uh, yeah! You got knocked down and you are Biatch. not you are not knocked getting down. up again. Wow. Oh my god. Another another great pick to put on the tombstone so that's it man that's the ultimate bar list episode so whether you've been listening to us in the beginning or you just discovered us thank you so much so if you like the ultimate bar playlist man you can go ahead and listen to all of these great songs we've already done the work putting it all together for you we'll publish a playlist for spotify and apple music the links will be on our show notes and on our social media pages you know lastly if you want to get in touch with us we're on facebook and twitter you can check us out on prisonersofrockandroll.com. You can shoot us an email, prisonersofrockandroll at gmail.com. Uh, you can always just hit us up, man, and we'll, we'll send you some stickers. We love sharing stickers with everybody. We'd love it if you, uh, we'd love it if you sent us some pictures of the stickers out in the wild. And if you like what you've been hearing, man, hit the follow button on iTunes and Spotify or, or whatever platform you're checking us out. Leave us a review. Tell your friends how awesome we are. 
And uh, that's it, man. We'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. All right. I hope to see everybody uh, when we reopen. And I just want to say happy birthday to our father, John McCusker, again. Happy birthday, John. Keep on rocking. Peace out. I'm just a prisoner.